So welcome to a, an original Mind Over Matter initiative, which is called the Make Our Voices Heard podcast. So here we use a variety of platforms to speak up about mental health issues and all its glory. So the stigmas, the stereotypes, its importance, the issues, and all the plausible solutions. So everything under the sun to make your life better. Because you know what they say, Mind Over Matter is in way. So our next guest is Dr. Ruchi Gulati, a spiritual guide and counselor par excellence. A renowned yoga professional, she's the founder of San Yukta Yoga, which she flagged off in June 2017. She's taught more than 10,000 students spread over India and abroad, and in these years, teaching the benefits of yoga asanas, relaxation techniques, and pranayama. She is the recipient of the Certificate of Participation and Excellence Award from the Ayush Ministry for conducting sessions in Delhi. Her conversation today will help our listeners in a positive way, spreading positivity, peace, and tranquility. And we'll hopefully start conversations that help us think and cope better. So welcome. Thank uh, you so much. Thank you, Alia. So yoga has uh, long been known to be a great antidote to stress. So could you elaborate on this? So stress is something which is an integral part of the human mind. And yoga helps deal with stress because yoga helps deal with controlling the mind. The stress is actually connected with the mind. So when you are trying to overcome something, the tool is the mind and yoga deals completely with the mind. Okay. And um, breath work is also considered to be an important part of any yoga practice, like because breathing is usually automatic or controlled subconsciously uh, by the respiratory center. So how does practicing breathing help us? Right. So how it works. Say, for instance, you're really angry or you're really upset about something or um, you're anxious or you have fear or you don't like somebody. You have an innate uh, hatred or you are sad. All these emotions and moods, whenever you have these, you should watch your breath. When you are upset, when you are even excited, when you have fear, all these have your breath completely thrown out of place. So your breathing is very erratic at that time. It is very fast and it is uneven, not managed. As a result, because the breath and the mind are deeply connected, this is the biggest, first of all, the biggest proof that yes, because my mind is disturbed, my breath is gone haywire. Now, for me as a human being, I cannot tell my mind, keep quiet, don't have fear, don't get angry, because mind is like a monkey, it does not listen. So I have to find a way to control it. And that way is, why am I breathing? Because I have a way and I have realized that my breath has gone completely out of focus, I start regulating that breath. That is breath work, pranayama. When I regulate my breath, automatically in turn, my mind slowly begins to calm down. That fear, anger, anxiety, stress, sadness, depression slowly begins to leave me because I have realized how to master my mind. Okay, so like you said that, you know, our minds are constantly active and they're like racing from one thought and one feeling to another. Um, so all this mind work must be very tiring and stressful. So do you have any tips to like how to control our thoughts? 
so all these thoughts are stressful only if you do not have clarity if there is a lot of confusion then these thoughts are not stressful uh, then if there is a lot of confusion then these thoughts are very stressful but if there is clarity and if you have categorized these thoughts very uh, you know you have given them a very defined place in your mind then i don't think there is any problem the best way to function or to calm your mind or to organize these thoughts i would say is practicing different techniques there are various relaxation techniques there are various self introspection techniques there are various meditation techniques and to begin with very simple there are various breathing techniques so there are so many techniques that everything will fall in place within you if there are too many thoughts clustered and they are forming a web it will clear it up if there are so many thoughts which are unwanted it will filter it out if there are too many negative thoughts it will leave and only the positive affirmations will remain so this is beautiful um thank you so you also said that there are a lot of techniques so um each yoga session or a lot of yoga sessions <clears throat> usually end up with like 5 minutes spent in you know corpse pose or savasana so how does this help the biggest difference between an asan practice and a gym training is that asans are connected with the body and mind so after every asan practice when you are doing an asan practice when the body relaxes there is no feeling of tiredness left behind unlike a person who has done a gym or a workout that person tends to feel more hungry and more tired as well so you need to replenish the body after a workout whereas when you practice your asans it not just gives you flexibility beautiful toning but after the workout you feel refreshed rejuvenated after your shavasana practice so you feel you haven't done anything at all because the body which was in those difficult asanas postures for the last 45 minutes to an hour has taken a 10 minute break from that and it has relaxed so you feel very rejuvenated um so could you tell us like three things that you would tell any teenager to like help them de-stress and like find inner peace yeah so first and foremost organizing your thoughts i would say instead of writing everything in your phone these days you could organize it in a diary first and foremost second have these three things in place your thoughts your words and your actions i have usually seen in teenagers these three things don't match their thoughts are racing very fast they are not able to match up with those thoughts their words speak differently and their actions are completely different so the second important thing is whatever you think you speak and whatever you have spoken you act as well and this is actually the sign of a true successful human being as well so all these three second and the third thing is having more resilience discipline in your day to day routines will bring in a lot of clarity and your goals will be defined 
So these three things. And um, would you recommend yoga for teenagers? Absolutely. I would recommend all the practices which yoga has, including self-introspection, including regular asanas for toning and your flexibility of muscles so, so that you can avoid ailments. I would recommend um, relaxation for those who are going through exam stress or work stress or any kind of teenagers have, you know, picking up with the choice of your career stress. I would recommend teenagers to have a little bit of self-introspection to understand life because there are so many schools which don't teach all these virtues which are required to have a successful life. And yoga has all these virtues. How to deal with difficult people is not taught in schools. How to manage your emotions when you're hurt is not taught in school. And this is what is devastating when you're out into the life, into the world. So yoga has a technique for all of this. So I would recommend yoga for today's teenagers very strongly. And have you like seen and taught any teenagers? Oh, yes. I have uh, taught uh, right from uh, the age of 15 to the age of 24. I have taught German students who had come down uh, in uh, Kerala, 35 of them. I have taught uh, students from Netherlands who had come on an exchange program. I have taught students from Austria who had come down. So yes, I have taught Indian students who were appearing for their 10th and 12th board exams. Yes, I have. And have you seen any changes like from stress-wise and depression-wise? Definitely. They have been able to concentrate uh, better. The concentration deepens. They have been able to not get uh, the examination fever. They have not been uh, able to, um, you know, get that anxiety. They have been able to cope with all the stress that that examination, the board examination gives them. They have been able to get a lot of clarity in life so as to choose what they are passionate about and not have confusion against what their parents are wishing them to do. So something which they really passionately want to pursue and making that into their career is that clarity has come through the practice of yoga. And um, being a mother of two yourself and like interacting with people from all over the globe, do you believe that depression is on the rise? Absolutely. Depression is on the rise by a good 90%. And what advice would you give? Like, how would you help them? So, expectations don't meet reality. And that's when depression sets in. When your expectations are beyond the reality which exists. When they are not met. When you expect something really, really for yourself. And when you don't get it, the depression sets in. Be it career, be it relationships, be it job, be it money, fame, anything. So maybe two, three things I would uh, you know, uh, recommend. Number one is building that resilience. I see in today's generation, there is no resilience, lack of resilience. People are not able to withstand adverse situations and give up very easily. So first and foremost, have that resilience and that strength to not give up 
easily. People give up on life, people give up on relationships, people give up on any kind of situation. If this is not for me, I give it up, I try something else. At least give yourself some time. Build up that strength to withstand it because hurdles will come and only then you will be able to move ahead. So first is that. Second is have an ambitious or have a goal-oriented life. But being extremely super ambitious and having so many expectations and then getting sad or depressed or dejected is not correct. If you have put in the hard work, I would say put in 100%, but always have faith. So I would recommend this to all. Put in the best, given your 100%. But always have that little faith that whatever is written for you will always be there. If you have an examination tomorrow, does not mean you don't work hard for it and just ask God, all right, you know, why don't you pass me tomorrow? But if you have an examination and you have really put in 100% of your efforts, hard work, you have worked in the right manner, in the right direction. And after that, if you do not get the expected result, you may feel but always remember, even if you expected a 90 or a 95 or whatever, and you did not get it that much, you got a little lower than that, you at least put in the effort. So this is where, and not to get dejected with failures. Always remember, successful people have a lot of failures to talk about. When there are innumerable number of failures, only then you reach. Success doesn't come in one shot. So this is what I want all teenagers to know for today, that don't give up. If you fail a hundred times, only then you're going to reach that pinnacle of success. What advice would you give to children dealing with like a panic attack? Uh... Students who are dealing with panic attacks usually have a lot of stress, not just from within themselves, but from their surroundings as well. So number one, have regular breathing. Number two, have a lot of discipline in your food habits and sleep. Number three, deal with your mind in your own way rather than somebody else advising you to do things. Panic attack is, again, expectations not meeting reality. You have a lot of expectations from yourself and others around you have a lot of expectations from you. And when they are unable to meet, then there is panic within you. You feel, all right, I'm not able to fulfill somebody else's dream and neither am I, you, you know, I'm worth anything. I feel so useless. So there is a sort of a panic which sets in and each time, there is a stressful situation outside, you go into that attack mode. So yes, dealing with, uh, there are certain pranayams, there are certain self-introspection uh, techniques, and then there are certain relaxation, breathing techniques, which give you relief from this anxiety. But the most important thing is understanding that where I need to mind my mind, and um, so lastly, puberty leads to a lot of hormonal changes and that results in mood swings sometimes. So how would you deal with moody teenagers? Uh, 
teenagers when they are dealing with or going through mood swings uh, most importantly at that time they need a lot of love they need a lot of attention and they need a lot of care comfort if they are going through that kind of a mood they need to be understood rather than um, you know uh, what is going on within them so if i have to advise or if i have to deal with a teenager number one that teenager has to open up to somebody and speak talk about what he or she is going through within what is it that is bothering him or her why is it that that mood swing is coming up again and again is it something to do with her or his personal life is it something to do with his or her career is it something to do with other than that what is it that is causing that emotions and uh, web of emotions within which is causing this kind of a, a moody behavior so first by finding out the reason and then yes of course a disciplined life i would say putting your life into an absolute discipline way eating right sleeping right and why are you here are you here for a reason then find out what is the reason if you are here just for fun in your entire life fun is also a very integral part but a, a minuscule part you are here to make your life worthwhile when you see influential people when you see successful people when you see people who have really done something in life you realize it's not com- come easy to them so looking at those people and developing that yes i need to really get there when you have a goal in your life i feel these moods they fall very small you start working so so definitely and so uh, in such a strong way for your goal ahead that the moods slowly fade away so having a goal is extremely important what do you want out of your life yes moods will be there sometimes up sometimes down but finding out the reason why is that mood coming in are you dealing with some kind of a hormonal change are you dealing with some relationship issue are you dealing with some sort of a personal thing which you cannot probably share so first i speak with them and find that out um okay so thank you again uh, for sharing your expertise and your perspectives so our vision was basically to create like a youth powered non-profit encouraging conversation to break the stigmas around mental health and so we'd like to thank you for joining us in our mission of destigmatizing all these issues and strengthening our community thank you so much thank you so much for uh connecting with me having me here and thank you it's my privilege to be here thank you thank you so much